Hello, hello. I want to welcome you to another wonderful day to be alive. It's to be wonderful to have wonderful experiences, to apply yourselves where you can, do something impactful, something meaningful for society. This is episode 25 of the Lanre Agbulua J show and your host Lanre Agbulua J. It's especially important this recording because it falls on the week of my birthday which is coming up in a couple of days actually on Thursday the 23rd. I guess I might as well just plug it in. I have an album, a rap album coming out under my moniker Bagadi Alchemy. Should be coming out on the 23rd of November on my birthday with 23 songs, rap songs, a lot of topics about Gaza and the Palestinian issue and and the whole genocide or the violence and everything going on around the Middle East. A lot of talk about that, SOS for Gaza, Free Palestine, all the hashtags and so on. And just, you know, just rap. The album is actually called Rap Maker 101. Just a plug-in. Today, anyways, on the Lyric Bullet J Show... Today's episode, episode 25, we're still on the theme, Secret Societies. This is the number two in the series of Secret Societies. And the Secret Society today that we will be discussing are called the Assassins. You may have heard of the Assassins. Well, I for one, I've heard of them. I've even played... The Assassin's Creed on the PlayStation, which if there's any of you that's a gamer or any of you know about the Assassin's Creed Dynasty and the and the game, you know that's a very interesting game to play. A lot of nice graphics, storytelling, a lot of violence. Anyways, it's uh, Assassins as you hear it. So this little short sort of information or info session about the assassins or this little talk or little reading of the assassins should not be any different hopefully it should be interesting hopefully we can learn one or two things about them i for one want to know more some of these things i don't even necessarily read them all firsthand before i present it on the show i just know what i'm going to read and it's kind of boring if you read it and then read it all over again so i i just sort of know what i'm going to read and pick out what I'm going to read and just sort of go with it so and just flow even most of my rap my music I, I I freestyle you know I go off the dome spoken word poetry that kind of thing on my other show bad guy radio that's why I do all that rapping and all that if you want to know if you want to see me in action doing some of that rapping and spoken word and whatnot and you can check out bad guy radio it's everywhere you get your podcast like the land regular show but this is more for, for like the scholastic uh, type person, the one that wants to learn about esotericism and life and just general information, things that you should know, you shouldn't know, esoteric or not, or just mainstream. So, the assassins, secret society, episode 25. You're tuned in to the Lanre Aguilarde show. Enjoy.
the assassins as with the knights templar there are well-known colorful myths about the assassins the truth is just as astonishing they were a group of deeply believing men who were precise and dedicated killers prepared to die in utter obedience to their master they were a small muslim sect who killed other muslims and who struck deals with the knights templar if you remember the first secret society that we discussed on the show were the knight templars so as you can see there's a connection and interconnection in interconnectedness i would if i must say or interconnectivity intersectionality between these two groups and as also was discussed about the knight templars they also have roots or have sprung from them from their spring have sprung other rivers if you understand this euphemism or this little poem from their spring the knight templars have sprung other rivers so other groups like i was telling or i was mentioning on the last episode about the nazi group the german nazi group that sprung from the knights templar and now again we hear the connection between the assassins doing work for the knights templar or just corroborating with them so the myths high in the mountains of northern persia was a fortress called alamut or eagle's nest this was the headquarters of the assassins dedicated and ruthless murderers who were feared throughout not only the christian but also the muslim world in the 12th and 13th centuries so this is equally important because of the location of these assassins located right right next syria pretty much persia as that area was called so you have jordan iraq saudi arabia iran the middle east all that turkey by one side and then alamut on the other side like we mentioned according to the legend a traveler stands next to the assassin's grandmaster hassan the saba they look across a deep valley to a mountain top where a man stands the grandmaster raises his hand and the man on the mountain top flings himself to his inevitable death in the abyss beneath although the story is almost certainly apocryphal its lesson was true hassan's followers would obey him implicitly even if that led to their own death how did he achieve such dedication Hmm. very interesting things to note about these assassins they were murderers as is noted here killers muslims killing other muslims such nonsense barbarism barbarity i think it's important as one grows older to modify or remodify or just sort of reevaluate everything that you're doing things you follow your belief system 
You need to question yourself all the time. Keep asking questions. These are part of the reasons why I decided to start this show. I have had experiences with doing different shows, different topics. But this particular Land Regulogy show, for me, is very important because this is, re- this is where I show my scholastic self and share scholastic information with other people. And if you're a scholar or someone that, that is sapio, sapio, I guess, sane or sapio-directed or something, and you're all about the thinking and, and the you know, reflection and rumination, pretty much, of thoughts, you know, you know, stuff like this really bothers me, you know, if I hear this. I think killing other people from the same groups, killing others, even people from different groups, killing other groups, it's just all still barbarism. It's just the nakedness of mankind is shown out in public. We're just acting like beasts, most of us. And these assassins, pretty much in my opinion, were nothing more short of beasts. Killing, killing on any level is wrong. So I'll add that. Anyways, let me continue reading. The reality. The assassins were a small sect known as the Nizari Ismailis, part of the Shiite Islam. In his youth, their founder, Hassan Hisaba, is said to have studied alongside the astronomer and poet Omar Kayan, writer of the Rabayat, and the future prime minister of Persia, Nizam ul Mulk whom Hassan later had murdered. Alamut, the eagle's nest, had been a Sunni fortress until Hassan took it over in 1090. It was his main base, though over the years he acquired numerous other fortresses. The order to kill. One tactic used by the assassins was to plant sleepers in the court of a ruler. These men would stay quiet sometimes for years, showing no sign of descent, and might work their way up to positions of great responsibility and trust. At some point, they would receive a signal from Hassan or his successors and would kill the ruler. If they did this publicly, they would almost certainly be slain immediately by the ruler's guards. But their complete loyalty to their leader and the promise of paradise awaiting them ensured that they did not waver in their duty. A public killing, often in a mosque, was always preferable. It could only increase the reputation of the already feared sect. The fourth leader of the assassins was also called Hassan. He declared himself to be the Mahdi, the hidden Imam, the one that many Shiite Muslims in different ways expect to come. Hassan stated that the strict restrictions on the behavior of Muslims no longer applied. He told his followers to turn their back on Mecca when praying and said that they were allowed to drink wine and eat pork. Such overturning of conventional religious belief often seen in secret societies was a powerful binding force in the movement, trying to go against the natural order of things or whatever is mainstream or at that point, changing the narrative. Some of these things, there are things to learn from them, to be honest, in terms of the politics and the rhetoric that some of these methods that they use, especially violence. You can see it clear, clearly today, these type of methods, the order to kill, the way they kill, you know, the way, the way they did it. They stay with you 
act, eat your food, drink with you, sleep with you, and in the end they kill you. This is pretty much evident in today's world. It seems like a lot of things are learned from a lot of these things that are barbaric that have happened in the past, in the histories. Moving on. Hmm. Okay. Let's see if there's any... I would not really love to spend too much time on on these assassins, to be honest, because really, I don't know what good they've really done for mankind, to be honest. Um, in terms of what impact. They have had impacts. They've killed people that were rulers, so they've changed the destiny of nations in some sense in some ways i know some people right now in palestine a lot of people around the world are praying for people like vladimir putin and israel's prime minister Netanyahu to die or die soon you know or just leave their job or so that maybe this war can end the wars in ukraine and russia versus russia and palestine and israel issue so to be honest with you, maybe in certain times, maybe these assassins might have their use because we are a species that does kill and it's part of our nature. Uh, having guns, bearing arms in some countries is their fundamental human right to bear arms, to defend yourself. Most of the laws from the, the, the Torah all the way back back then all give the same sort of teachings tit for tat sort of you know you don't you don't overkill you just tit for tat someone takes yours you take theirs back or and then it's equal and then you balance the scales of justice but still in my eyes violence is violence and i don't see any need for assassins if we were uh, a group that really conversated and had um you know real common grounds that we could discuss things on and we really were fair to each other and our populations then we should see no reasons to resort to violence okay the background and the beliefs the nizari today the assassins were originally known as nizari like we said and under that name they still exist though not as assassins but as a fairly small ismaili sect of shiite islam led by the aga khan this is interesting prince karim al husseini although he is the seventh imam in the seventh cycle of imams descended from ali he has made no claim to be the mahdi this is very interesting information so if every anyone is listening to this do you, do you know the aga khan you know, have you heard of the Aga Khan? You know, there's an Aga Khan museum in Toronto. Just right there by Don Mills and what it is. I don't remember that street. But Don Mills and Eglinton right here in the east. You have the Aga Khan, muse, uh, the Aga Khan museum. And that kind of museum is a billion dollar investment. A big investment to Canada. You know, coming all the way from the Imam. So it's interesting to hear that this Nizari are headed by the aga khan or associated to the aga khan so if this is information that anybody knows and is keeping a secret i think this is inf important information for everybody and like i said even i'm surprised at this information because i haven't read 
all the things. I just, I picked my topic. I have my resources. I have where I'm reading from and it's all verified stuff. So I just, cause I want it to be interesting for me too. I don't want to just, just verbatim repeating like a, like some type of idiot that's just repeating stuff, uh, you know? A lot of the other episodes that I've done was, was a lot of recitals, a lot of just reading. I didn't feel the need to have to explain or add my own commentary to some of those information because they were just, you know, just point blank what it is, information, facts, you know, real talk. So I felt no need to explain or to or to discuss. But I will be honest that since the beginning of this war or the beginning of this recent aggression from Hamas first and then Israel and just all the history that they've had in that region since since that beginning of that war or that genocide that is going on currently over 13,000 dead currently even in the background I don't know if you can really peek it a little bit when the background I have my classical music which is playing as the background for this podcast and in the background there's also Al Jazeera playing in, in the background so as I'm recording this I can also hear the news and I'm watching it. I can see it and I'm also reading so and I'm also listening to classical music so I'm multitasking and right now it's 2 50 a.m you know I've been up since like 9 p.m last night and it's 3 a.m and I'm still up and that's when I'm recording this and really that's kind of like my schedule really if you must know this is not really important information but I guess if you must know who's bringing this show and you want to know some of my habits that is some of my habit I do mostly wake up like around midnight then I'm up till in the evening when I have my dinner and I sleep wake up around midnight one o'clock and I'm up again till the evening five or six you get it so I'm able to achieve a lot of stuff in that time and I'm able to maximize my time because I'm up during the nine to five hours where everyone is working and at five o'clock when everyone goes to bed or goes back home that's when I'm sleeping and I wake up at midnight and I'm up till 5 p.m. in the evening till when I go to bed again <laughs> you get it so I'm able to actually maximize that 24 hours and I'm only sleeping for exactly maybe about five six seven hours which is enough sleep for any human being but you get it but for the rest of the time i'm up and i'm working making music or doing all kinds like this new album coming out on uh thursday on my birthday rap maker 101 23 songs you know like making like and i have i've probably in the last two weeks or something or one week i've made like maybe about 60 songs or something you know so and that's not easy you know especially these are not easy songs and these are not bullshit and i'm not like you know like repeating my rhymes you know most of the time except if it's something i really want to be known like this gaza and israel issue and this whole palestinian this whole two stage so a lot of my songs are reflective of my mindset my thought process sos gaza in almost everything you know there was an album that i before even this one that's coming out on thursday that's already out now is scarface we all face and Scarface, we all face, I mean, it's like a gang-gang poetic, you know, kind of thing. But it's a little bit gangsterism in a way. But it's my way of sort of expressing myself. Because currently what I see happening in Gaza and Palestine and, you know, Israel and all that. To me, it's like gangsters and people are glorifying gangsters, you know. They're really killing and violence. This is even beyond gangsters. Gangsters even have rules, you know. These guys don't seem to have any rules, you know. Not Everyone is a target civilians this and that but even some gangsters don't have any rules they kill 
children civilians all kinds of things so these guys to me are really acting like the gangsters so i felt like you know i felt like i needed to like really show and if there's anyone listening that wants to learn how to really be tough then you can listen to that track but this new album coming out rap maker 101 on thursday it's just different you know it's just me just showing my skill and just 23 songs i'm gonna be 40 years old so at 40 years old this is what i can do you know i was born november 23 there you go 23 songs get it you know Anyways, back to these assassins. Um, to be honest with you, I think I'm really done with them. Uh, this whole violence thing. I just thought I would, you know, obviously continue the episode. Um, like I said, I will. There's about 10 or 11 in the series of the assassins. But as we can see, we've already touched a couple important things. The one that struck me the most that I just found now is the is the connection the assassins have with the Aga Khan, you know. And that's just... Damn, you know, that's information that if anyone out there can hear this, then please do something with that, you know. Investigate. Let's see what's going down. Even I'm going to look a little bit deeper and see what's really going on here, you know. Because all this information is important information for people to know, people to circulate. And a lot of this information are not everywhere, you know. Not everywhere. So it's like, there's even, okay, I guess this is probably another thing that I could probably note is this. Um... The, the there's there's a oh, let, let me just quote it the way it's written the twelvers the majority of shiites so the twelvers the majority of shiites believe that the hidden twelfth imam will one day return as the mahdi so imagine they have all these beliefs you know and, uh, yeah, i guess let me let me see if i can uh, if it's not too long i just don't want to focus too much on on these guys but maybe i should just uh let me see if it's important information here come on belong okay you know i'm not gonna even try to propagate their propaganda or try to you know it's just i just thought i'll mention that they have all these beliefs mindsets things that they used to justify what they do you know a lot of these narratives need to be changed to be honest violence on any level is unacceptable in my eyes you should always be able to conversate or use any kind of non-violence form to express yourself, express your views, your points. I, for one, am not into violence. Though I am capable, I know how to handle a gun. I know how to defend myself, self-defense, karate, to fight UFC, all kinds of other stuff. So boxing, I'm ready to go. But I don't use that, you know. I just know how to do it in case I need to defend myself. Which I think is the sort of approach everyone needs to take. Everyone needs to stay ready. No one wants to be caught sleeping. But you can't be going around bullying people, killing people, bombing all kinds of plazas, all kinds of buildings, destroying, killing children, maiming, you know. Getting people amputated, all kinds of positions, everything. Cranium blowing, skulls all over the place, people under the rubble. It's just terrible. So that's even part of the reason why I've just, since this war started, I, I've not been in the mood, you know, I'll be honest, to record anything, even on my other show. And so everything that I've been doing, my music, everything has just sort of taken a turn, you know. There's been, you know, like, I and, and I believe in this thing strongly, in this statement I'm going to make now. Change is the only constant thing in life. And for me, I always welcome change. Because change, however change is, good or bad, hear this, clear. Good or bad change always equals change, which is different. 
And to be honest with you, a lot of things that we do in this world are boring. Very boring. Misogyny, boring. Racism, boring. Violence, boring. In my eyes, you need to change. If you're a sentient being, you need to change your mentality. You need to awaken your brain. Your third eye needs to be clicking. needs to be working. You need to be empathetic. You need to be telepathic. You need to be like empathic, you know? Not, not an automatic killer like the assassins. So I think it's a good way or a good time to just leave that there. You've been listening to the Land Regulator Show. And this is Secret Societies. The number two in the series, episode 25. I think it would be nice to stop at the 25th minute. We're already on the 24th minute. I'll let it roll into the 25th. Maybe add a little last things. One last thing I would like to say. Like I said, some of these shows and stuff, you don't necessarily have to listen or whatever. Just read the title these things I produce or whatever you title and if you don't have time over the long you know do your thing I'm doing my part for humanity I'm not getting paid my reward is an aljana or wherever if the hundred virgins waiting for me there let it be so you know from a Muslim to another Muslim from a Muslim to another person that's not a Muslim Assalamu alaikum peace be upon you Lara Gulaje the Lara Gulaje show until next time take care and God bless <laughs>